Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Johnny Stanton. We have Reginald Perryman, Shaka Williams, and we are Tasari. This is the There's Something About Real Estate podcast where we talk all things real estate. And then I, I, I don't care. I don't care. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. New Year. Oh. <laughs> you still got your Christmas lights up, don't you? I do. I ain't put many lights up, but my tree is up and my um, fireplace. Yeah, my tree been down. Yeah, we normally put, put it up. our tree up on Thanksgiving, and we normally take it down before New Year's, but it's, that did not happen this year. Mm-hmm. No. I don't think a tree should go up until you're putting presents under it. Mm. You put the tree up and the presents at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so, but see, when you got young kids, Santa need to come to, uh, when the kids go to bed. Yes. So the presents can't be under the tree. No. That's that privilege talk. <laughs> so Man. My, my friend used to tell, he he didn't tell his daughter because they was out of school over mm. the holidays. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't um, until the 1st of January when he got all the presents. And mm. he'd be like, Merry Christmas. Oh. On the 1st of the month. Somebody you know just they was posted out a video school. and was like, kids don't know when Christmas is until you tell them. So Christmas really can be whenever. Well, not nowadays. He could do that back in the in the late 80s. But he can't do that now because of the internet. No, not little kid. So, like, I could have told August that Christmas was today instead of... Man, August on that iPad. <laughs> yeah. He got Instagram and everything. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. All right. So, um, any any good Christmas stories? Y'all get some good gifts? Like, how was the holidays? Everything's good? Man, I was balling out with them gift cards. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I got to show y'all the photo of me with my gift cards up to my ear like a money phone. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Gift cards and socks. Mm. That's what I ended up getting my husband this year. Gift card. I'm mm. like, what else can I buy you? Mm. I did get some golf balls. Some oh. Detroit Lion golf balls. Oh, you going to use them? Hell yeah, you I'm going to use them. them. They right. winning now. I'm going to be proud on the course. <laughs> I'm talking about you might lose them, though. No, I'm, I, I got good. Yeah, I can make yeah. it through a round and only lose <laughs> one ball. I used to lose... I lose, used to lose a ball every hole. I think I wasn't. I think I was losing like one ball every other hole at least. Yeah. So what y'all doing? What y'all doing? I lose the balls. Get a new one. That's why you buy a whole lot of balls. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So new. It's a new year. Are y'all into goal setting, resolution setting, or doing anything to start the the year off? You know, the kicker? No, I'm not. Because I'm into, like, if I feel that way, I need to do it the next day or right now. So I don't really normally feel like uh, like the New Year's resolution anyway. But, you know, it's a, I guess it's a reset. I mean, it's a reset for me because I took I kind of took the last two weeks off, the two weeks of the year off, because my wife and uh, my kids are, they had the last two weeks off. They This day last week. They, they haven't even been back to school yet. So they living the life. And that, that throws my whole schedule off. You know what I mean? We got to explain to people this is not real time. Because by the time this air, they going to be like, <laughs> yeah. your yeah. kid's lazy as hell. Yeah, yeah. So this is the first week of uh, January. Today's mm-hmm. January 6th. Mm-hmm. And uh, so normally they would have went back to school this week. Normally yeah. they would have went back to school this week. But because New Year's was on a... Sunday and observed on a Monday, I guess. I guess that's why they and Christmas was on it. Yeah, they just thing. they just found a reason not to take people back to school. No, but you normally so. get those two weeks. So they either they would have done it a week before or they did it a week late. So they worked or went to school or they would have went to school up until that Friday before Christmas, 
But then we had that fake snowstorm. Right. <laughs> that was the fakest snow. That was the worst. Man. I mean, but it was cold. If people were walking, then I understand. Let me ask y'all something, cause <clears throat> I I've been in Michigan for forty nine, going on fifty years. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just, these past five years, these little um, two and three inches of snow is being kind of suspect to me. Because why everything's shutting down over two or three inches of snow? When it's used, that used to just be normal. Like Shaka said, to me, I think like last Friday when it got shut down, it was the wind chill factor. That's all, I, I've always remembered that being a factor, mm. especially being in the hood. So the wind chill was always a factor. But like you, to your you used point. You put plastic up to your windows? <clears throat> My daddy always plastic window of the house. That's what's up. <laughs> but yeah, they um the the snow like I think we were talking and it was like a bunch of car crashes and I'm like people act like they don't live in Michigan. Right, like, that's why what I'm saying. Like why people don't know how snow. to <laughs> act like we live in Tennessee. Or but something. I ain't gonna lie, it was cold. It was so cold, no lie. And even Janita was scared about her furnace. She got three furnaces in her house. Right. And she, but her her heat wouldn't go up to. I don't, what the, they wouldn't the, go past my house. Didn't get past sixty five, but it, in the house that's cold with no sun. For sure, but uh, I had my heat on eighty. That shit wasn't going over. Uh, that's why I had it on seventy. I mean, it wasn't even getting to seventy. It was like sixty seven. Six, I think it was sixty seven. Rich people at, at y'all got them big old houses. It was for two days. That was for like probably. two days for real. That shit it, was yeah, cold, it was cold. cold. Yeah. It didn't get back normal till like Christmas Day. It felt like mm-hmm. I was texting him like, bro, um, I don't know who you guys send over here. Uh, but y'all installed my furnace is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> my house stayed at seventy. Did it? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was cold. I got an oversized we furnace for my size with house. Coats mm-hmm. on and hats, sniffing. In. Hold on. She had somebody. A furnace guy come over there tell her her furnace was too big for the for the. That was uh, before that. He fixed it. No matter. He said that furnace. That's was why too it big. don't work because he fixed it. <laughs> You let somebody he said else it was come. Too big. Mm-hmm. Anyways, go ahead. Jack. So yeah, anyway. So we was talking about New Year's resolution and go. So so tip, I've never in my life been a resolution person. It's just something I don't I'm I'm like kinda to Shaka's point. Like I'm constantly working and growing and just kinda like I'm just it's just a continuation from what I've been doing. But I will say this year is a little different because I've had like some clarity. And it's kind of like, no, I have to really start doing this this year. So I think this year is different from really like any other year where I'm like looking at my life and I'm like, nah, I got to I got to work on this this year and make this a a big deal, a factor, focus on it and all that kind of thing. I set goals. I don't care about the new year, but I, I do use the year as a benchmark. For financial reasons mm-hmm. and because of IRS and all that good stuff. But I do set goals for the year. So my goal this year is to make more money than I did in 2021. Because mm-hmm. 2022 was just all right. Right. But 2021 was like banging. Banging. 2020 and 2021, <laughs> I'm like, and I went into 2022 like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill them. And then I just got lazy mm. or Golfing three times you a week, living, and I'm like, you was living a little different. Reggie yeah, because I made all that twenty one money, mm-hmm. and yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I'm a coast, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. But I just like, I like that twenty twenty one. But money. I did my TikTok roll. You so everybody had a TikTok roll, and then they rose for for the year. You saw beaches, water, mm-hmm. boats, 
food. Like everybody was living in 2016. Yeah, I did. I did that too. But that's I'm what he's saying. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's. I think that was a common thing in 2022. People were experiencing life different. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it was so many. When like, taking it for granted after they got cooped up for a whole year. Yeah. I yeah. think I just took my foot off the gas when I should have kept it on the gas. But you're a team leader and everything. And so, how do, you know, like, you're, you're a team leader. Um, you know, you're doing things in terms of, like, the brokerage. When it comes to, like, the goal setting or the resolutions, or I mean, that has to be, like, an intricate part of the business for um, the people that you're coaching up and stuff, too, right? Yeah. So, I got my personal goals and my team goals. Then we got the brokerage goals. But I think everybody, I think everybody slept last year, including myself. So, so from a business standpoint, and especially a real estate business, do you think that it's something that we should start thinking about come October, November, that we should be ready to hit some new goals or whatever you want we to call start, it? We start planning in, in October every year for the following year. Because right. if you don't start planning until November, December, you're already behind. Yep. Too late to implement yeah. it. You got to wait. And I'll be honest, so that's what I'm dealing with right now. I'm like, dang, you know, I should have been working on this at the end of September, the first part of October. Yeah, because our sales cycle, the time it takes from from um, a buyer transaction to close, whatever you do in November and December, not going to show up to January or February anyway. Mm-hmm. So you always need to be, from the sales side, you always need to be working on your goals two or three months ahead. Just like my fitness goals. I set my goals, and if I start working on them in December, November, December, if I quit in two months, I'm already ahead of everybody else. I quit (laughs) before everybody else that quit in January and February. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, to the point, you know, if you're in the business or whatever, Come after Halloween, or you say before October first. Mm. Do we need to stop quarter, third quarter? And I mean, going into the fourth quarter and start setting up for that quarter. new year. Yeah, so you can hit the ground running, right? Yep. All right. Um, I was getting ready to ask something, and I completely forgot. But we can jump into um, oh, buyer behavior and seller behavior. Like, what are you guys seeing from like? And, you know, I would say right before, so after Thanksgiving, and now we're after the, you know, right after the new, the, year. the new year or whatever. I'm seeing buyers are, more buyers are picking up after the new year. We're getting more inquiries on listings. Um, sellers are coming to the market, and they finally realizing that they missed out on a great opportunity. But what I what I had to tell agents, too, is that, we talk to a lot of sellers, and no matter how good the market is, and we tell them, like, oh, you can get this much for your home, they might regret it later if they can't get that amount, but nothing is going to force them to um, sell if they're not ready for it in their life, mm. right? So you think about a couple that's going to divorce. If you be like, hold off until the market get better, they like, hell no. Right. <laughs> right. We, I'm tired of him. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So the same on the flip side. This is a good market. If people just not ready emotionally or whatever's going on in their life, they're not gonna do it. Right. We just gotta be there when they're ready. Right. So it's a lot more people ready now than it was several months ago or even a year ago. But part of that was because they didn't want to get out and bid and compete. 
they want to sell their home and have a place to go because the market was too competitive. Mm. And while they was holding their home off the market, that means it was less inventory. So now they're starting to put more homes on the market. That means more inventory. They got more to choose from, but that's making the prices adjust a little bit. So I feel like, I mean, so Reggie's talking about overall, and I'm talking about in a specific time. Yeah. Right before the new year. Right. Between... um, Thanksgiving and Christmas, right. where everything slowed down traditionally anyway. We had we used to argue about this, me and Janita, right, about mm-hmm. whether or not this is a time where, where you see a slowdown. And I still, I think that it is. I think that we saw that again uh, this year. We, we seen, like, basically stuff was, like, kind of crickets. We had a real nice flip that came out at a bad time, I, I think, but it came out when it had to come out. And, um, yeah, just this week we're starting to see an uptick of of showings for that house and people calling and asking like mm-hmm. do you, you know is um do y'all have any offers and all the, all that stupid stuff right yeah so i yeah i think that it was just like normal it was business as usual i don't think that there was any uh so you don't think it was any slower than normal no i, I feel like it, it was i, I think like it was slower. slower than normal i feel like it was the, i feel like it was the same i feel like it's it's the way that it, i don't have any data to uh the data says to, it was slower say it, than normal to, to back it up but i feel like it was uh i i want to see the data cuz i want to yeah. i want to I, I don't yeah, i can't so just go off of just yep. the numbers i want to look at the numbers to see um because obviously it's going to be slower than in the past because housing sales was already slow anyway uh, right. than, than it was over the last two years. So yeah. that data right there is not uh, Yeah, but year over sufficient. year, when they compare <clears throat> 21 to 22 between November and December and 2020, November, December, and 1920, it was slower, was slower this year from a percentage standpoint because of the low inventory mm-hmm. and also it was less buyer inquiries online than it ever was before. You're saying this year? Yeah. In this, 2022? Twenty, the end of twenty twenty two. Okay, it was less buyer inquiries online than it's ever been. My experience during the November and December months is comparing it to summer and spring. Mm-hmm. People every day is looking at a house, right? So let's say you got twenty buyers, and two or three people are looking at the house every day. Mm-hmm. Where in the winter, you might still have those twenty buyers. They're just waiting until the weekend or when it's more convenient weather-wise to go look at the house. So you may still get 20 showings, but it may be spread out over two weeks. Mm-hmm. So the appearance and the feel is, is that it's slower because you're not getting that daily activity, but you're still getting those 20 showings. If I still get the 20 showings, I don't think it's slower. But, so but what I'm the perception is, is that's slower. Kind of, that's what our argument was. It was never – so the question, like obviously to me – you know, people relax their focus changes to fo- shopping for the holidays and things like that. But what I used to be trying to explain to you is that for me, I don't really feel like it's di- like the if I have you know six interviews or whatever or consultations this week. Like my week didn't change from July to November. But that's a that's in a, that's in that. So there are real numbers to go off of that. Like year after year after year, there's like forty fifty years yeah. of data that shows different. Right. But what uh, Reggie is saying and why I'm saying I can't go off of that. I mean, it is like if you go I'm look not, in the months. It's not data, but I'm saying that, you got to explain what Reggie was saying, but go ahead. No, I'm saying there's data. <laughs> it's data that suggests that what you're saying is not true. Uh, and But I'm going back to Reggie's data. 
So Reggie's data, if you go compare, it don't matter what, if you, I mean, any time after, if you go compare October numbers of 2022 compared to the them years that you're talking about, they're going to be down as well. So it wasn't just the holiday is what I'm saying. That was something right. that was happening. But are you saying you just of, comparing a holiday to every other month of the year? So you comparing November and December to like June? No, I'm comparing July. this holiday uh, it, percentage wise. Um, so, okay. So we had a drop already. Right. That was not, uh, it was interest rate related. Right. right, as well as, uh, but it was really interest rate related, yeah. pretty much. Right? But it's still low inventory had a factor because the less houses you have, the less people gonna be looking. For sure, right. Um, but our inventory is still greater than it was at this time last year. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. So right. you get what I'm saying. So that's right. not that's not going to be a factor, right? Per se, right. right. So uh, the factor that was uh, causing us to have. Uh, low showings or houses stay on the market longer was the interest rates. Right. 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 So that was happening in September, sure. October, right. November, December. So it wasn't the holiday that, that caused that. So I'm saying if you go look at whatever that um, decrease was, I, I'm sure that that number is going to be the, the same amongst those those four months, September, October, right. November, December. Yeah, we need to look. Yeah. Because I don't, so like for my, the feel, the energy, I felt I've never felt like it was a ghost town. Like even in October and September, I didn't feel like it was a ghost town, and never in the years prior. But uh, after Thanksgiving, like all of December, it felt like a ghost town. Shit, it was a ghost. It's been a ghost town. Well, and you know what? And I guess the price point too. Price point matters uh, in this. Yeah, because we just listed Murray Hill last week. We got two offers on it. Damn. I'm jealous, right. but as, I'm happy. Yeah. No, you're Be- not buying that house. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, remember I was telling you. About I got, got one. Yeah, yeah. We had two. We had two offers. We had showings the week of. So price point matter. Um, you, but we gotta keep in mind it's always new buyers coming to the market that didn't have the two percent, three percent rates to compare it to, mm-hmm. right? But it's just. The, I think the, people are over it. This now. is the slowest October, September, October I've seen in years. That's what I'm saying. Right? As That's far as saying. numbers, sales, number mm-hmm. of listings. Well, it felt that way. I have to go back and right. look at the data. Yeah, I That's mean, all I was I'm agreeing. Saying. I thought yeah. you were saying the opposite. Okay. So we agree. Yep. All this, right. This, oh, before we um, go into the credit part, which is actually the topic of our show. <laughs> um, Slow roll. Yeah, um, what I want to say, what up though to the What Up Though podcast, Mike and Otis. What, what up, up though? What up though? Yeah, Mike and Otis. They funny, man. <laughs> Y'all gotta listen. Like, to them. follow, subscribe. I'm gonna check them out. Yeah, yeah, listen to them. Go so, ahead, um, we we was talking earlier, and we seen some stuff floating around on the internet. So. We all know credit is a big part of real estate, but it's also a big part of life, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And you can you can go pretty far with some cash. If you got all cash, you can go pretty far with other people's money, mm-hmm. right? But credit, if you're trying to live life a certain way, at some point in time, you will need some credit. Which is also some other people's credit. money that qualifies mm-hmm. as that, right? That's still yeah. credit, too. It's just not the same. But it's not traditional be, credit. Right. It's untraditional. It's going to be hard credit mm-hmm. or soft credit, mm-hmm. hard money. Mm-hmm. Additional money, it can make life real hard with bad credit. Mm-hmm. And if you stay in that trap, you're gonna continue to be struggling. And that's really how you end up staying poor in most cases because all your everything you buy, the interest rate is sky high. You you'll never get the leisure of 
walking in and signing with zero down or mm-hmm. having a lower interest rate. You're driving the same car as somebody else and you're paying four or five hundred dollars. Mm. You're talking about not establishing the good credit history. The good credit history. So there's a lot of people out there scamming and, and giving you temporary solutions and all of that on how to fix your credit or avoid paying people or avoid paying people because you can't talk about wealth and try to try to get away from paying people back at the same time. Because part of your wealth building strategy will eventually be investing your money and possibly loaning money. And in order for you to invest your money, guess where that money is going? Out into the market to loan people money. So if you believe in not paying people back and your money is being put out into the market to loan people money, if they're all learning how to not pay you back, then guess what's going to happen to your money? You're not going to get the best. You said, so you're saying everybody can't be Donald Trump. <laughs> no, nah, but you know what? Here's the thing. No, I want to, uh, let's talk about that, yeah, right? Yeah. So there are there are loopholes in business structure, tax structure, and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. There's ways to play the game, and there's ways not to play the game. Mm-hmm. But there's people that get, that are giving advice that are not professionals, or they're giving advice that has not been tested, mm-hmm. that's tried and true. And you're giving advice to people that can't back it up if it goes wrong. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if my accountant come to me and say, okay, this is what we can do. These are the write-offs. We can structure this this way. And I say, well, what if this don't work, for example? What, what if we get an audit or whatever? And in worst-case scenario, you may owe more money or whatever. To, just using that as a, a scenario, right? Mm-hmm. If I don't have that money stashed away... I probably won't take that risk, mm. right? Now, some people will still take that risk the same way with other with finances or whatever, right? But it's a lot being taught to people that don't have the money and they're taking these chances and when it come back to bite them, now they're in a hole even deeper than what they were before. So, to give you an example, y'all remember when there was uh when Obama was in office? Mm. And they had that program. I think you can get up to like $8,000 or something if you brought it home. Okay. It was mm-hmm. like an incentive. And people people got to the point where they could just, they was just saying, they, they can claim it, I think, on their tax returns and they'll get like mm-hmm. up to 8000 or something back. People were going back and they didn't even need to show a HUD settlement statement. They just needed a purchase agreement. Mm-hmm. So I was asking people, because a lot of people on the street was doing it. I said, look, you're using this purchase agreement. Don't you know the government is going to see that house sold to somebody else? You Mm. know what I'm saying? And you're trying to get this tax credit. You're going to have to pay that back. And four or five years later, everybody was like, yeah, they got me. No, they ain't get you. You knew you was about to get got. But guess what? <clears throat> Not only are you paying that amount back, you paying it back with interest and penalty. So if you didn't have the 8000 to begin with, guess what? So that's what I'm saying. People getting a lot of bad advice that don't apply to their situation or that they can't cover themselves in case something go wrong. Mm-hmm. So you you saying what I said, everybody can't be Donald Trump. So it's levels to this, levels of understanding. 
And yeah, that, that's not, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, everybody can't. Yeah, everybody here with Donald Trump does with his tax uh, returns or with his credit and with his through his businesses when he's filing bankruptcy and things like that. And they think that's a strategy that they and can is, use. And is he filing? See, this is the thing. Is he filing bankruptcy or is his business filing and, bankruptcy? And, and exactly. So right. He, and how many businesses do he have? You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Strategies. How many attorneys and accountants mm-hmm. do he have Levels to protect to the assets? How mm-hmm. many trusts are set up? Mm-hmm. So, is yeah, go ahead. You can't, you can't do him. You can't be somebody that's brand new in the game. So Donald Trump, at one point in time, I'm sure had to have good personal credit. Probably still does have very good personal credit. Just don't need it no more, right? Because he's Donald Trump and he has the businesses to support uh, banks lending him money, which new people coming up in the game trying to use his strategy don't have. Right. Right. So, yeah, you got to just. So, uh, coming up right now, you, there is no shortcuts pretty much. You know what I'm saying? You got to grind your way. If you messed your credit up, you got to. That's how I learned how to do. I used to do credit repair. So, right. I learned that from being in college, messing up my credit. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, you don't realize how important it is until you need to buy a car, which was my first purchase. You know what I mean? I had to buy a car. And like Reggie said, I got a higher interest rate for that car than than I wanted. You know what I mean? So either you got to pay a whole lot more for your car or you got to go down to a lesser car that you can afford with that interest rate. Right. right. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, credit is very important. I feel like it's um, – I feel like people have to – but it's very it's, – it's, not just very important to have credit. It's very. It's more important to know how to use your credit once you get it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. everybody think like, let me go get these. I, I have people all the time. Man, can you go get me a fifty thousand dollar credit card for what? So you can go file bankruptcy for fifty thousand because you're gonna go spend the money. Um, uh, you're not gonna use the money to make money. You're gonna go live off the money or spend the money on something frivolous. Right. Pay those. Uh, 24, 25% interest rates, and uh, probably in a year be ready to file bankruptcy over that credit card. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, credit is uh, definitely important. I, go ahead. So we need to reel it in a little bit. Are we talking about the episodes from online? Yeah, that lady that was talking about... Um, how to get away so, with bankruptcy... Yeah, so Fraud. so um, <laughs> like. uh, was it pocket watching JT, right? Yeah, so, but that's what I wanted to talk about because one of the things that the I don't what's his name? You said pocket watcher JT, yeah, no, um, pot or it's um, response. Pop, he's a yeah, he, he responds to well, he that. does he does his own show, but he he also does response videos, yeah. So this was a response video, and one of the things that he pointed out. Because in the in the one video where um, they were basically saying, you know, you can go and do all this fraudulent stuff, get the white people's money, and then invest it. And he was like, okay, now you done took it up another step because now it's called money laundering when you right. start investing that money. So um, and then he said, well, white people go to jail for this, and it's more white people in jail for this than you know. And I think that's what you were kind of pointing to. Like, <laughs> I haven't never <laughs> Like, but, no, I mean, I'm just saying because when it when Shaka said, well, everybody ain't Donald Trump, it reminded, it made yeah. me think of that guy say, well, no, white people do go to jail for fraud. Right. But that's the thing. Just because they go to jail for fraud don't mean I want to go to jail for fraud. And just because it's more of them that go to jail for fraud don't mean that 
oh, it's okay for me to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. what sense do that make to even say that? But when he was breaking it down, I was like, I thank you for, you know, actually, I kind of appreciated the video because he was like, do you know the penalties when you call when you on when you do bank fraud? You know it's this much jail time, right? It's this many millions of dollars in fines and restitution, and then once you increase that and change it to money laundering, it becomes this. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, and see that's <laughs> the part people don't teach you. You know what I'm saying? Like I seen a, um, I see these um, internet like gurus talking about like credit stacking with credit cards. So you. You wait until this date, and then you pay it off with this credit card. Then you pay it off with that credit card, and then you go apply for this one, and all you need is this. And next thing you know, you got 10 or 15 credit cards, and you keep this revolving door going. And it's like somebody got to pay some of this money back at some point in time, and you keep bouncing the balance from balance. And the average person going to use this and end up maxing out all of those credit cards. So it's like managing your money and managing your credit are both just as important as each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And people getting this advice, it just don't apply to everybody. I haven't seen the video y'all talking about. But uh, uh, credit stacking is real. I know. And it can be done uh, legally and in a way that where you can, but, it is, but like I said, it's, it's, it's intricate. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah, it's Donald Trump. Like you can't right. like those people that are just learning that. You don't even. I mean, because it's not about just continuing to um, bounce around credit. You're supposed to be. And and to be honest, if you get if you got ten to fifteen credit cards um, in a small amount of time, uh, you don't have real credit cards. You probably got like twenty five hundred five. Your, your credit card. Your max credit card is probably like five ten thousand. So you're not doing a lot of money with that anyway. What right. you doing with a five ten you know a five or ten thousand dollar credit card, right? Right. Um, even with ten of them, shit. You know what I mean? You're you're still maxed out at maybe a hundred thousand, even though you're not gonna get ten ten thousand dollar credit cards. But here's fast, the, here's you know? the question: What are you investing in with those credit cards? With there the it is. So and so, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, I, I get it. I'm just te some people say I'm just teaching it. What they do with it is up to them. Yeah, yeah that's true. But we're here for the people that's hearing this information mm -hmm. and saying, "Yeah, don't believe them. They need more people because if you use this information and you don't use it the right way." It's just you're going to be way worse and you're going to wish you never did it. And right? they're not teaching you the right way. I, yeah. I would like to see it, though, but I know for a fact. You could just, it's just certain stuff. When you hear somebody say 10 or 15 credit cards, yeah, you, you know that person don't know what the hell they're talking about. Right. Well, this particular you know episode that he shared, the lady was basically talking about how to file bankruptcy but still keep all your assets. So you yeah. your spouse <laughs> to basically, you know, transfer, put everything, put everything over in their name, then you're going to file bankruptcy. And then the JT pocket watcher guy... Uh, whatever. I'm sorry. Pocket uh, watcher, pocket watcher, JT. JT. Right. <laughs> but um, he was basically saying that okay, um, you can go and do that, but in order to file bankruptcy, you still have to prove that you don't have an ability to pay. And if your husband has an ability that's to pay, to then mm -hmm. that's still like poor information. And then mm -hmm. if you do get away with it, 
they can still come back and put that debt back on you if they find out later that you actually had the ability to pay or you did you know you you right. you, you tried to go and hide it or whatever yeah you tried to hide it, assets so, so they both on 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 a on a so that dude pocket watching is on one end like way left or right and the other mm-hmm. dude exactly. way left or right but there is a medium right, right. but right. like you're saying you, you don't people have to well, know here's, well here's the medium through and through. is understanding that some of these tools are to help you so credit can help Filing bankruptcy can't help. And then you're supposed to use these things responsibly so that you can live. First of all, right. you know, who won to file bankruptcy? Here, here's, like, the thing. Here's, the, here's the reality. But the, the, so the, the, the reason, I'm sorry, the reason why the lady was teaching it because it was it was to say you can go and get all this money that's not yours and then you don't got to pay it back. Yeah, it's Right, stupid. so this, yeah. this exactly. was the thing. What she was saying was you married... You you got all these assets, you file for bankruptcy, but you transfer everything over to your spouse. Then several years later, your spouse transfer everything back to you. Then your spouse file for Do bankruptcy, right? Mm-hmm. Ban- I've been through bankruptcy. It's not pretty, mm-hmm. right? Mine wasn't even that difficult. It was bad advice. I shouldn't have did it, right? Mm-hmm. Especially for the amount it was I'm for. I'm like, damn, I almost That's the other thing had that in my pocket. Fans, right? <laughs> right? Filing bankruptcy so, for 50000 or under. You yeah. Crazy. So... Mm-hmm. Um, but what the advice she was given will probably make sense for some people in certain situations out of necessity, mm-hmm. right? But also what um, JT pointed out was, and this is why I watch a balance of people, he said in some states, it's our community property anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even though you you filed, the, the state itself still looks at all the assets as you and your spouse's. Mm-hmm. So people are going online, they're teaching this stuff, but they're not teaching all the back-end stuff mm-hmm. that come along with it. So when we talk about credit, it's a reason when people come to us to buy a house and their credit is jacked up. It's not always because they just didn't. And, and then who, like you said, like, I don't, I don't get one not to. So you said your some of your stuff was established based on having the bad credit and then learning how to fix it and getting out of that's it. How, my, that's how I learned credit. Mine was more so like, um, you know, thank goodness I've had good people around me. And so like when I needed a car, one of my first cars, it was like my uncle had the good credit. He did it for me. And I, I just didn't want to do anything that was going to affect his credit negatively. Right. So I learned good habits based on people doing me favors. Caring about other people, and which people don't do. No exactly. Other. So mm-hmm. if I go out and I take out a loan and I say, okay, um, I'm going to give you this $10,000 back plus whatever you charge me in interest. Um, I don't, I want to pay. I do. I actually want to just go ahead and pay the people back, even if it is the white people's money. <laughs> but but that's the people. But that's that's, that's what the people from. Yeah, but that's what them people telling them. Exactly. Hey, go get her money and don't pay her. Go get hers and nine other people money and don't pay none of that. Exactly. And that, and that when I was watching it, that was the thing that was making me cringe. It was like, dang, so I'm just going to go and get this money and I'm, I'm signing something promising to pay it back. But my whole intention is to not pay it back. Like I just was like, oh my God. Yeah, the way she the way she said it was like you buying it with the intent to not pay it back. And really, any, any loan you do, unless it's truly a private money lender, you're borrowing money from the market. That's how you gotta look at it. You borrow money from the market. Most financial institutions, they're holding other they holding All of our investors' money, money right? <laughs> So why you think the mortgage crisis happened and That's the financial right. breakdown? Why because not? people couldn't pay back. 
And who was they not paying back? All of us. Mm-hmm. You know, the all number of, 1,300, so, yeah. So if everybody out here scamming, saying I'm going to get all this stuff and not pay it back, guess what's going to eventually happen? Right? I mean, let's overall. let's use the best case scenario for everybody that's that's giving, let's say they do all that, right? They do right. everything the person told them, and you go get 10 credit cards, you get $100,000 in credit, right? Right. And then you file bankruptcy for 100000 And if you got to right? get 10 credit cards to get 100000 in credit, your credit probably not that good. That's what I'm saying. I mean, first of all, they're going to catch be... you. First, I mean, so yeah, unless they you apply for everything at once, five, yeah, they're yeah. going to gonna see, you're going to have inquiries. They gonna, those balances are going to show well, up. Well, the, right? the guy that was teaching that one, he was teaching you how to apply. It's not going to be all at once. Oh, it's over a period of time. Then you're not you're getting establishing it. You, then, you ain't, then he didn't yeah. give him the real, because so... So, yeah, if you're doing a $10,000 credit card and you came back and did another $10,000 credit card, then you know, by the time you get to four or five, they're going to see that. Um, and, yeah, you're not gonna, they're not going to continue giving you $10,000 Yeah, $10, then they're telling you to do something. That's what that guy was saying. Name. He was saying, to, that's what he was saying. Like, he, he was saying they're lying to you. Like, yeah. they're not telling you the truth. Yeah, you know, you're gonna, they're going to they're see and that. And I want to say something else, right? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not against any certain institution <clears throat> or financial institution but can y'all please stop <laughs> every every guru that talk about borrowing money, loaning money, credit? It's got to be other banks or credit unions other Navy than Navy Federal. Yeah, <laughs> it's like is is that just like y'all go to? Yeah, because like, it's easy for the dummies. So bad. But no, let's give them the best case scenario. Let's say they get the money, the hundred thousand. All right, what you right. what you doing with the hundred thousand? Most people gonna. I ain't even gonna say. Let's say they do go invest it. Okay. In a, in let's a house go, or something. Let's say they bought a house with it. They gonna flip. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they bought a. So how do you how do you invest a hundred thousand? So you would have invested a hundred thousand, probably buying about a forty fifty thousand dollar house, putting about forty fifty thousand dollars into it. Yeah. Okay. Let's say let's say mm-hmm. it's worth one thirty five. They gonna make one thirty five back. Okay. That That's about what you would make one thirty five one. One, between then, 125 and 135. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, that's what I'm getting ready to use, okay. right? Uh, all right. Well, let's say that. Let's use the 135, right? right? I mean, uh, so we're saying they, they're about, so we're going to just say $90,000 into the deal. Right. Right? Um, and then they got $100,000 worth of credit. I, for you to do this, you probably don't have a job, you know, because it's like a full-time job to be even doing that type of thing that they're talking about. These are the people that don't do nothing at home. That's well, how you know. Well, they got to have a job in most cases to get that much credit. They lying on of... the credit. They lying. It's yeah, a lie. It's all, okay, the whole so we gonna, thing We're going to say hypothetically <laughs> speaking, they can make it work. Yeah, the all whole right. thing is fake, right? right? The whole play is fake, right? So right. they're lying on their credit applications to even get the credit, all their, their credit cards. All That's their, another one because yeah. it was a girl online that was telling people People to lie. Yeah. So let's say you make. She said, "Just say you you make fifty thousand. Just tell them you make a hundred and twenty-five. So they all lying, right? (laughs) And then uh, so so you you you, so a regular working person, you can probably already throw you out, right? I'm just just a normal person, right? Right. Let's say that you are a working person that's got a a little bit more hustle to you, and you can pull this off. Um, which is not a lot of people, but all right. So now you you took that hundred thousand or ninety of that hundred thousand, and you put it into that deal. But you paying per month, you probably paying on them. You probably paying about twenty five hundred dollars a month on that money. Probably more, um, about twenty five hundred dollars a month on that on that deal. That deal gonna take you about you if you're new in this that three or four months. So your hundred thousand is right. completely gone. 
right? And then three or four months. Right. Now you got to start. Let's say your deal don't sell or your flip don't get done in, them, in that amount of time. They got more vacancy. Yeah, yeah, for real, right? <laughs> now you got to put in your spouse name. But, 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 but we're but we saying the best case scenario, I'm sorry, best case scenario, everything got done in 90 days. They was down the last $2,500 sweating bricks. Right. And uh, they they flip went through. And now they made that $35,000. Right. So you ain't going to go back and do that. You ain't going to pay that off and then come back and do that play again so yeah. you can make the 35000 more in 90 more That's days? That's how you're supposed to You know what I'm saying? So you just going to get a hard money lender. Yeah. But either way, like, if you are smart enough to go get the money, just pay it back. Stay out of jail. It ain't even about staying out of jail. It's about just being smart. How you gonna progress in life? Right. You know what I mean? Because right. if you, once you do that, 10 now, years... These people were telling them they was going to jail. Because the only money... You, right. you don't got nothing to go to jail, but you're only getting 100000 for every 10 years. That's 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't do it no more for 10 years. You fuck after that. You know what I'm saying? You're not right. getting credit cards with a bankruptcy or, or no nice size credit cards with a uh, bankruptcy on your uh, credit report. Right. Okay. Shaka got to watch these videos because these. So here, but here's the, here's the <laughs> thing though, it's Damn, no it's no shortcuts. There are loopholes, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's easier ways to do it, but either using credit or using cash. And the better your credit is, the easier the money is. The better the deal is, the easier it is to get credit. And people, all these people trying to sell you. Get get out of debt quick schemes and all that stuff. The quickest way to get out of debt is to pay the people. Right. <laughs> grind it out. But yeah. I think that that's the point. I think a lot of the people that was given the information, I think that's what they were trying to convey is that they're loopholes. Because the one guy... No, they were straight up no, selling no. the scam. I don't know. You didn't watch, probably didn't watch the video I sent, but the... Um, I seen it. On the EYL episode with the, the one guy that they have part of their crew. But I think... That was because he kept on saying, "Well, you know, this is all legal." legal? But the way he's ex- when when you're watching it and when he's saying what you can do, it's kind of like, no, nah, all of that sounds very illegal. And I just think that maybe. So this is one of the things that I learned. I'm gonna tell you the one that yeah. that sound fishy to me was when he's talking about get the car loan, the car and turn into a per- personal loan. That's Look. I I know about that too, and that's what people use Navy Fed for a lot. But go ahead. So. I forgot what I was getting. But, so, that was one of the things that um, they were talking about at the training class um, yesterday. She, the She was just basically like, you know, scripting is for, like, everything, right? So, you want to even maybe think about how we're going to deliver, even on this forum, how, how are we going to deliver this information? You know, maybe instead of coming on here all the time and not doing any talk about it, maybe we should script a little bit more. We don't do that. But when I was looking at it, I felt like that was the part that was miss they're probably really just trying to give you game and show you loopholes but because they didn't go over it or talk about it they so excited they with their homies they feel comfortable and they just saying it's reckless that's no they're trying off. to sell a course a lot of people trying to sell a course and i'm not knocking anybody but we deal with the people on a day-to-day that come to us to buy a home or they're there's somebody that we know and they went and brought a course and they tried this stuff and we know they couldn't handle some of the advice or they misunderstood it or they didn't learn it the correct way. And we like, no, it don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and nobody's people are giving them the game, but they not giving them detailed All instructions. Right. And they not giving them the repercussions of doing it wrong. So it's like it, it's it's 
it's teaching people, but it's not really coaching them and consulting them through the process. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But that's real, too, though. So, the, the, the um, yes. I, yeah, I know it's real. The, the, huh? <laughs> no, I no, know it's real. No, You're talking the, about with the car loan? The car loan is real, but, yeah, like Reggie said, the consequences of that, especially if you don't pay it back. So in that situation, See, all you good can't just don't pay it back. What I heard on but that was, but this what I'm saying is, if you gotta go through that to yeah. get ten thousand, fifteen thousand, mm-hmm. it's a it's a likely chance you're not even able to pay it back because you have other ways to but get. But they telling them not to pay it back, right? Well, that, well, not not that particular, not that particular person. Oh, okay. one, but I feel like that's the part that was missed. So when, but here's JT, here's the thing mm-hmm. though. Let me put this all together. If if we bring somebody on the on the show and tell you how to get money this way, but then another episode we bring somebody on the show to tell you how to avoid paying people back. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Well, they two different it's mindsets, right? But no, but you got the same viewer watching this. Mm-hmm. So you're saying mm-hmm. go out and get all this debt, get this piled up, mm-hmm. but then I'm gonna show you how to file bankruptcy and get it out, but still keep the. Asset. But it, you ain't making no money. But that's so, what I'm saying. Right. I think that guy that was doing the review of the episode mm-hmm. was missing because the one guy kept on saying, if you get the loan within this amount of time, it turns into a personal loan. Mm-hmm. And then within this amount of time, it has to be paid back. Mm-hmm. So right. the average person, so I heard it. I heard, without him saying it, I heard him saying, man, go get the money for this amount of time. Make sure you pay it back in this amount of time. But right. while you got that cash in your hand, go flip it. So I heard, like, I I, I promise, like, I, maybe I was reaching. Here go the maybe issue. it's, it's me being experienced. They, they don't have the. Man, they don't I'm have about, the capability. I'm gonna put my mixtape out and I'm gonna flip that way. Maybe it's me being experienced and just understanding it, which is yeah. the danger that the guy that was reviewing it was talking about because it came off as just go get the personal loan, tell them whatever you got to tell them to get it, or go get the car loan, do whatever you got to do to get it. Because the guy was basically, he broke it all the way down. He's like, how you going to cash the check? They ain't going to cut it to you. Yeah, they will. So now you're going to, he said for the car company, he said that he called Navy Federal specifically. I don't care what he said. Asked them I how this yeah. works. And they're not going to cut the check to you. They're going to cut the check to the company that's supposed to be selling you the car. So now how are you going to go and cash that check? Oh, you're going to go to the street? The, no, the some lenders store? some lenders will give you the money. Well, he, talking, he was talking right. about specifically that. But well, Navy Federal will thing. cut you the check. So okay. he can kill that. But so the point is you still lie. Now, you still are lying. So if you if you pay the money back. You know what? You may be good. You know what I'm saying? But right. if you don't pay that money, you can't use that strategy with the strategy of filing bankruptcy because you, you're going to lose, lose. But I also think that's how we got into economic turmoil was doing all the stuff, you know, doing these things to get this money. But mm-hmm. then nobody was paying it back. No, that's not how we got it. That is that's definitely one of the things so, that happened. So, so listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm going to say this I'm about saying. that. This is what I'm saying. Our our people, we can't afford to take penitentiary chances because we Facts. get treated worse. And, right. and so yeah. when somebody go online and say, "Well, white people been doing this all the time, or they do this all the time," and more of them in jail for this, if more of them in jail for it, I don't want to join them. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And there's there has to be a balance. I'm not saying the guy that reviewed it is all 100 neither. Sometimes it seems like he hating, but on the flip <laughs> side. What I'm saying is there has to be a balance and there has to be understanding 
Don't just blindly take, take this advice because the reality of it is, in most cases, not all, if you can qualify for fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, you probably can qualify for fifteen, twenty thousand elsewhere with less risk, where you don't have to lie to kick it. But they lying in the whole thing, though. But so they can't qualify. You don't for 15, have to. 20, you don't have to. You don't have to buy a course for somebody to tell you to go lie to do an application. You can just cut the course and just go. Them people do what trying you to learn do. it the quick way. Right? But the other thing is. You have to have the financial wherewithal and the hustle to know before you even do that, what are you going to do with the money? You got to mm-hmm. plan the money out before you get it. Which is right? the problem, right? And that's the problem. Because the mindset ain't to... Because if you had the mindset that you was actually about to go make some more money off of that, you right. probably would figure out a different way to get to come up on the money. And if you had right. a way to make money like that, this is what I'm saying, if you... It's either you got good credit to get the money or you got a good business plan or deal that's going to make some money. If you got a good business plan or deal, there's people out there that will loan you money that you don't have to lie Cheaper. to this place to get a car loan that you're not getting a car loan on so you can go make the money over here. Especially if we only talking ten or fifteen thousand. Facts. If you got a deal, there's people out there with ten or fifteen thousand mm-hmm. that's gonna bring you money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I'm gonna so, say something because I heard both of y'all say this. Right. All right. Because you got to understand, there's still levels to this even. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, well, what's going on in the hood and them little small amounts of money? We're not the reason why uh, this. Was oh no, a that ain't. Financial. That is one of them. No, I no, said the mortgage crisis. It wasn't just us. Because no, they are doing it on a, yeah. on a much, even when you seen the PPP loans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People are like, oh, you gonna go to? I mean, I I didn't do jail didn't for do ten or PPP loans on purpose, right? right? Yeah. But um. Uh, but those people weren't. That's nothing. Man, did you see Compared the fucking to, Lakers yeah, getting doing millions, millions of dollars? Yeah. Those are the people that caused the financial. Uh, some of it. No, some of it. That, you got different. Like you said, it's A, B, C, D of things that happen. And I was talking, about, talking about very about. specifically one of the things that happened in our market. We were doing middle. People were doing. You you got seven hundred credit. I got seven. I'm gonna buy it first. You gonna pull the equity out. Your go, end goal was I'm gonna take care of the house. I'm gonna keep it as cash flow. But the more you didn't want the house no more. Like that my, happened. The percentage my, my of that was my the percentage of that. Is, and the cause is, of it is lower than the percentage of that's fine. Donald Trump and them doing the same shit. Exactly. But, but the, Donald Trump and them was doing the same shit, and so was Ray Ray and Pookie and them, and some of our people and your people and your people, and all of it was a contributing factor. And so when we're talking about going and taking this money and not putting it back, I think that's the overall conversation. This is what I'm saying. Rich, poor, black, white, whatever, right? If somebody come on here and tell me the rich people or white people do it all the time and they get away with it, part of the reason they get away with it because they got the money to back them to keep them out of jail, right? You coming in, you struggling, you trying to do the same thing and you don't know all the loopholes. You don't know the legal ramifications. You don't know the whole circle. You just heard a part of what somebody mm-hmm. told you, and you go and do all of this, not come back on you. You okay? Twenty percent of them get caught. You getting caught? You're gonna be. In, I don't want to be with the twenty percent. <laughs> I don't even want to be in there. Why is that? Go why is that even part of the conversation? And I don't want to have saying. to pay somebody a million dollars. If you telling me what you teaching me. A percentage of people go to jail for it, and they do it all the time. Why is that even part of the conversation is what I'm saying. When you know that the poor people and African-American people 
get treated worse in the system, why would I even entertain that? Mm -hmm. So teach me the right way. That's it's just gonna take some time. It's gonna take some hustle. Maybe I gotta reset my life and start back over and grind it out. But all these shortcuts we learning online, and people come to us and be like, "I gotta do all that to buy a house." Yep. Yeah, <laughs> they be thinking like, they, they, for real, be thinking yeah, this they is be back like, in the day when you could just throw a or or be like, uh, um, user in a fake. I got uh, job I got fifteen thousand. Well, why you ain't put it in the bank? You know, I don't really trust the banks and stuff. You don't trust the banks with 15000 but you want them to give you 200000 But look, That don't make sense, They right? say they don't trust the bank because they got child support or they got a, um, garnishment. a garnishment. Yeah, so then, you, so then they, you pull their credit and you realize why they don't trust the bank. Right. Why All right, they... guys. So we were supposed to talk about credit and the different. So we'll come back and discuss. Some more of the, but we don't have time anymore on this episode. So, um, I want to make a mention. Our guy over here, Mr. Reginald Perriman, has the Funky Fresh in the Flesh podcast. How you say you spell it? How do we find you? I kind of didn't want them people to know that side uh, of me. Uh, no, he out here. <laughs> he on Beaverway Ridge, Funky Fresh in the Flesh. <laughs> the, the the is spelled with T-H-A. Me and DJ Butter, we interviewing. Well, we started off this season interviewing um, a lot of the hip-hop artists from Detroit from the 80s and 90s. So, like, these are the people that influence some of your favorite artists. Man, like, I was like, they just interviewed my guy Mud. You know, y'all got the same name. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he all right with me. So, we, we got... Um, we got some good interviews, but we also got some people outside of the city, too, that we're interviewing as well. So if you into hip-hop, check us out. Funky Fresh in the Flesh is on all platforms. Like, share, and subscribe and all that good stuff. But I'm still here. It's Real Estate Reg. Reggie's Real Estate. All that. Right. I just mixed the two. Yeah, I mean, we need people to like, follow, and subscribe to this There's Something About Real Estate podcast. Um, yeah. We need we need that. Exactly. Come I here. Had it. We need people to come here and get the real about how to go make money. You know what? Because we're not selling all the fluff and all. Yeah, the, all just the, the real on how you come and actually really. We're on a course yet, but we're gonna put one together. I need mm -hmm. to make some money off them courses, y'all. We don't need another all right. course. And it's not <laughs> hard. <laughs> the other thing, people think yeah. it's hard. No, I'm so, gonna make some money doing off it the them right way is not hard because I got good information it's to not. sell. You know what I'm saying? That's what people. You know how many people free. got rich just listening to bigger pockets and mm -hmm. watching our show? People will call me or e email me and be like, "Man." Y'all said this, and then they asked me more details, and they just be like, I ain't know that. Mm -hmm. See, to us, what we do and what we say is kind of common and second nature, mm -hmm. yeah. right? But um, so if y'all come into my office, I got the saying up there to say, amateurs practice until they get it right. Professionals practice till they can't get it wrong. So we kind of can't get it wrong at this point, mm -hmm. right? Because we... We practice it. We studied it. We fell over and practice and practice. So, like a lot of this stuff is second nature. But it's a lot of amateurs out there just Maybe trying to get so it right. Warm inside. A whole lot. Yeah. All right, y'all. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. One day, one day, one day.